You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Tidy Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Carly Adams, and today I'm bringing you part two of my conversation with Tammy Hackbarth. If you haven't listened to part one yet, highly recommend pushing pause, going back and listening to it because we are going to jump right into the conversation now. Okay, Tammy, I know you're a fan of the 15-minute tidy that is taught in the course, And I would love to hear for the folks at home, how you've used it, what works and what doesn't work for your family. It is absolutely magic. It is such magic. It kind of breaks my brain because this is what I learned. When we do it, we have my 15 minutes, my kids, 15 minutes, my husband's 15 minutes. That is 45 minutes of tidying every day. It's mind blowing how much you can get done in 45 minutes a day. And because it's like a fake 45 minutes, because you're only doing 15 of the 45 minutes, it is shocking how much it can get done. Then just like so many of us, it totally works. So what do we do, Carly? We stop doing it. And then everything becomes a cluttered mess. And we're like, oh my God, who lives here? (laughs) Who let these messy people in here? And what's the deal with all this crap? But you then don't say to yourself anymore, well, I guess I'm not organized and just give up because you know, we double down. Yeah. We double down. And so one of the things that we do is we focus as a family, we do a family meeting. One of the things that we do is we focus on what problem we're trying to solve in our home. And this summer, because family meetings work too, we stopped doing those right also as well, right? So recently we re-kicked those off. And I said, what is the biggest problem that we're having? And everybody cuts out there. I was like, cool, I'll tell you what our problem is. We have too many things and we need to declutter. And everybody looked around and they're like, that's legit truth. Because you know what decluttering makes us do? Hmm. Bicker. Oh. Decluttering makes us argue and nitpicky with each other. Yes. That's half of the reason I have in-home clients. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I said, okay, what is our, what's our solve for this problem? Because we're all in summer break mode. We can do 15 minute decluttering in what you pick a room, but we do it 15 minutes at a time. And our kid has requested a parent be with her for hers because she Mm -hmm. has a harder time letting go of stuff. Fair. But right. But if I'm sitting with her for 15 minutes, he's sitting with her for 15 minutes each parent is doing two or three 15 minute declutters at a time. That's a lot of decluttering. I am not a weight loss person at all. That's not my deal. I don't think better of bodies that are presenting smaller or large. It's no big shakes to me. However, one interview with somebody who'd lost a tremendous amount of weight really stuck out for me because he was like, look, I'm going to tell you the deal that no one wants to hear. And they were like, bring it. And he's like, I did not lose 150 whatever pounds. I lost one pound over and over and over and over and over. And I was like, God, 
He just said unsexy self-care, unsexy decluttering. Damn it. Life does happen in 20 minute increments. Dude. And you can't do all your 20 minutes in one damn day. Exactly. Which is sucks. That's why my nemesis and I'm sorry if you wrote one of these, then it's not specifically at you. It's at the whole thing. I am not a fan of articles and things that say like, how did you clutter your whole house in a weekend? I'm like, what did you just whip me up a recipe for burnout and like fighting with my family? Is that what that is? But that's also the same thing as like, okay, I'm also going to, I'm going to, let's go. We'll just, we'll get on the weight loss train shall we? But it's the same thing of like, everyone can quote, lose weight. That's not the issue. The issue is maintaining it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. Maintenance is fucking boring. Yeah, it is. But you're in a long relation. You're in a long-term relationship with your body. Yep. You're in a long-term relationship with your house. Yep. You're in a long-term relationship. I recently had the epiphany. I'm in a long-term relationship with my teeth and I should stop acting like they're somehow expendable and that the dentist is the enemy. No, no. On my team, team teeth to like keep them, but yep. it's, maintenance is not sexy. Yep. You know what? Sexy is marketing. Oh yeah. yeah. Way sexier we should talk about weight loss and self-care and all that as a quick thing. And then when we get people together, we give them a hug and we're like, I was totally lying. That was marketing. I got your attention. It's 15 minutes a day. Sorry. Self-care. Yeah. Here's a carrot (laughs) and a nap, the bait and switch. Let me tell you what you want to hear. You can totally get in a day. No, you can't. The title of the workshop will be magic weight loss pill, how to lose all the weight you want in one day. Yeah. Bait and switch. Bait and switch. We're doing it. That's our new, that's our new marketing strategy for life. You heard it here, folks. Gonna lie to you, everyone. Or we're going to be frank and be like, yeah, you know who has to do decluttering every day? Carly. hundred percent. If you think I don't have decluttering projects on my list right now, you're out of your mind. We all have them. It's kind of like, oh, do I not do self-care every day? No, really. I do have to. I had to sit and set a timer earlier today to tidy my desk, not decluttering, just tidying because I was like, why am I so stressed in this moment? Mm, I know why it's because my desk is on to shit and I need to tidy it up so my brain can function. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at tidy revival for tips and updates. Another thing that has really been helpful for me is the concept of the reset. A blog set, uh, blog post, the magic is in the resets. Yes. Oh my God. That is almost as magical as like when you're training for a half marathon and they're like, go out six and you're like, okay. And then halfway to six miles, you're like, fuck, I got to walk the other six back. That's 12 miles you got, but nobody ever says you're doing 12 miles. They're like, go out for six. And you're like, all right. Back to the weight loss example. I say this in my free course, but they're like marathon runners don't think about running, you know, 26 plus miles. They think about running one mile 26 times and the reset. Like when we talk about the 15 minute tidy, just know that could be decluttering for 15 minutes. It also can be resetting for 15 minutes. Your 15 minutes could be 
trash, put the trash in the trash. Because sometimes, okay, right? Some people are like, I'm too overwhelmed. There's too much. I don't know where to start. You start yeah. by picking up the trash. Then you start by putting the dishes in the place you're going to wash them. It could be on the counter. It could be in the sink. It could be in the dishwasher, right? This is all right from Casey Davis's book. The third thing is you're going to pick up all the laundry. If you laundry, only do those three things. Yeah. Yep. It's huge, right? But yep. then you go to the reset of putting this stuff that has a home where it goes. Yep. And then if by then you're tired, that's all right. You, right. you put this stuff that doesn't have a home yet. Maybe you put it in a box. You're like needs a home. And yep. maybe when you get up in the morning and your willpower cup is fuller, you can be like, just kidding. I hate this shit. I don't know how it got in here. Right. Well, and then you could figure that out one at one at a time. Where's the best home for this? It doesn't have to be the whole thing. It could be one a day. I don't right. care. It's fine. Well that's, well, that's one of the things that you and I had recently talked about because I keep thinking, because we live in a really pretty small house Yeah, and, and we have decluttered and decluttered and decluttered. And I keep going, why am I up to my eyeballs and things? I'm like, Argh. so we're, we're getting rid of the COVID grocery bags. We've got the thing. And the other day I said to my kid, I'm like, you just have too much stuff. And she's like, I don't know how much more I can get rid of. And I went to her room and I looked and I was like, okay, she's actually kind of legit there with that. I don't know how much more I can get rid of, but I was like, this is the part that's bugging me. So I went back to the original question. We're like, what's really bothering you? Well, friends, what we struggle with, Carly, here's an issue. What we struggle with is when somebody begins a new activity and new activities begin, they come with stuff. Like our daughter learned how to sew on a sewing machine. So now we have a sewing machine and extra scissors and fabric. so many scraps of fabric that I was like, oh, I figured out why this is driving me bonkers. I want her to have all of these activities. I want her to have all this stuff. I want her to be creative. And oh my God, what do we do with it? Things come up organically, right? You're like, oh, she's going to learn how to sew. She can learn how to sew. And then it's later that you're like, oh my God, I'm swimming in things I hadn't anticipated. Then it just goes back to the space rule at some point. Like how much space do you have? You can get creative with storage all you want, but there will be a point at which you max out the storage. And then you just have to make more decisions, which is why for my fashionista clients, a lot of times we end up doing the closet twice. And it's hard, but the first time around, it's about making decisions about the things that you don't like anymore. And then it ends up being the second time around because it still doesn't fit figuring out like, okay, we've gotten as creative as we can. We've done the seasonal switch. We've done storage under your bed. We've it's done the, storage too much elsewhere. Of a good thing is a good thing. And then you're killing your darlings as writers say. Yeah, 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 exactly. And if you're still stressed out by all the stuff and you've used the creative storage solutions. Now we have to make some cuts and that's really hard for people to swallow, but it is what it is because we can't have it all the ways. We can't park our car in the garage and keep everything. And we can't have it all. Well, it's like your container is your container is your container. And there's only so many ways that we can get creative with storage before it's just maxed out. This episode is brought to you by the Clutter-Free Home Process, my online course community that teaches you the process I use with every client, including how to declutter and get things out of your home. Yes, including the tough stuff. 
create simple systems, and maintain it. All of this comes with personalized support and accountability along the way for a full year in a private community. Learn more at tidyrevival.com forward slash course. So we've worked together for a long time in home and with you as a student in the course community from the very beginning. Thank you so much. From the perspective of a self-care coach, what are the benefits of decluttering? It frees up bandwidth. It seems ridiculous that too much things, too much things, too many things in your environment as defined by you, not Carly, not me, but as the person, they suck your energy. The two things that people come to me with is I want more time and I want more energy. Okay. You have to declutter your life. You have to declutter your mindset. And you're like, what the hell does that mean? It means stop talking shit about yourself. It means stop comparing yourself to everyone else. It means stop thinking you're the actual worst. You're probably not. You're probably somewhere in the middle, precisely where everybody else is. You're kind of a dick sometimes, usually when you're hungry or you're tired, right? Or you're cold or whatever. We have to stop with the all or nothing and our spaces truly matter. I interviewed Rebecca Plum, one of our friends who's an interior designer and like interiors matter. Keeping your car clean matters. And it's not because you're going to get some prize. There's not going to be like gold stars at the end. It's just, you're going to be like, I know where all my stuff is. You're streamlining your life. Also, it really helps with the self-talk of I'm a garbage person or I don't have my shit together or I'm a hot mess. It's, you know what, if your house and your car and all of it's decluttered, suddenly you have to look around and go, well, maybe I have to tell a different story about myself. And that's a big part of self-care, right? That I don't have time or I'm not this or I'm not that. Or you could tell a different story. And when you tell a different story, then your behavior is different. Getting onto the track of why it matters. I was starting with a new therapist once, and this really stuck with me. One of the first questions they asked is what is your home environment? Like, is there a lot of clutter? One of the first questions with a new therapist. I just thought that was insightful. I started laughing because they didn't know what I did for a living. I was like, actually I'm good there. That's the one thing I can do. Not anymore. Right. That was really stressful. hundred (laughs) percent. It was ruining my life. So fair question. Back in the olden days, I think it was either before we got married. Oh, we definitely did counseling before we got married, but right after we got married, within the first couple of years, we went to this therapist because we were trying to figure out how to communicate better. And literally the first thing we sat down and she goes, are you guys here about chores? And we both were like, oh, that's definitely on the list. And she's like, I'm going to tell you something right now. And we were like, oh, I like her. She's just going to be real direct. And she goes, you're going to get a house cleaner. If you still have issues around chores after you have a house cleaner, let's talk about it. She's like, but nobody does this alone. Get as much help as you can. Get a team of people to support your life. What I heard her say multiple times is a house cleaner, a professional organizer, a whatever is cheaper than marriage counseling. So if you're bickering with your spouse about their, I don't know, their snowboarding equipment that they come in and they like drop it all and it stays in a pile for months until they put it back on and they go again. And when they come back, they just drop it wherever they land. Maybe you create an intentional space for that 
So their stuff is better cared for. You don't feel like kind of low-key murdering them or high-key murdering them, depending on how many times you walk by it. But it can legit change how you feel about your person that you live with. And if your kids can help, oh my God, suddenly you're like, I am a great parent because I am not doing all the things for these people. 100%. That's the whole goal with everything that I'm doing. Right. And if you're not doing everything, if yeah. you're as the person who's like, I take on all the things, if you're not doing everything and suddenly your partner can reset that part of the house or reset the garage or reset the kids and the kids can help with the resetting, guess what you get back? Your time and your energy. I feel like we just came full circle. You're welcome. Get a bow, Boop. tie it on. I just blew out everybody's ears with that noise. It's perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. Tammy, do you have any final thoughts for us as we wrap up? (sighs) Yes, you can do this organization decluttering hundred percent learnable skill. And it is the best gift that you can give your future self. I love it on the learn skill front. I've said it before, but in case you haven't heard me say it lately, person listening to this right now, I learned all this from scratch. I was not born an organized person legit. If I can do it, you can do it because I'm not that special. This is all learned and we just want to give you the shortcuts so you don't have to do the hundreds of hours of research. <laughs> hundreds of hours of research, trial and error. We're like, come, Skip come it. with me. Skip it. it Skip sucks. that part. We're going on a hero's journey. Yes. You're the hero. You're the hero. Hey, you're the hero. We have some things to tell you. Yes. You're going to feel better 15 minutes a day. Oh my God. And people with like more than one kid, I'm like, seriously, you are going to be amazed. You got three kids. And that's 45 minutes that other, someone else is doing for you. You're in the mix. That's an hour for of work. themselves. Yeah. Slash for themselves. Exactly. It's not your job, mama. Not your job, papa. The added benefit is that you are creating future adults who have mad organization skills. Oh my God. I wish somebody would have taught me all things in organization, like explicitly taught me like, okay, we're going to do a project and we're going to start here. We're going to get there. And these are the steps I'm making the mm-hmm. steps backwards. Cause that's how you do it guys. You're like, I want this. And then how do I get there? Yep. Right? Man, get the action plan. No one taught me as a kid or a teenager or it, in my early twenties, I did some project management work at work. And my boss sat me down and showed me how to do that. I was like, how many ways could I apply this thing to everything else in my life? And I was like, must investigate. As someone who married a project manager, I got to say that shit comes in handy more often than you would think. It totally does. Cause you're like, oh my God, you can see where we're going. Cool. I'm going to follow the guy with the map and the extensive spreadsheet. It's fantastic. Tammy, where can folks find you? I do hang out the most on Instagram at Tammy Hackbarth. I'm also loving LinkedIn lately. Yeah. I know that sounds funny, but I love working with people at work to make work-life 
feel better. I've got a bunch of clients right now that I'm working on personal working systems. Here's the thing. Uh, At the beginning of the pandemic, everybody went home to work. Some people went back and some people are like, oh, I guess we're doing this now. They're like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this forever, I need help figuring out how to set up my day. How do I do my self-care? How do I have time boundaries? I love working with people at work. So LinkedIn, Tammy Hackbarth. IG, Tammy Hackbarth. And you can always come over to my website at TammyHackbarth.com where you can find my blog, my podcast, all the things. Guys, I also just cannot reiterate this enough. Her podcast is a goldmine of inspiration and happiness. So you're going to want to check that out and subscribe immediately. (laughs) I have to say, I love doing a podcast because I get to have cool guests to talk about the things that I love, right? Which is why I'm so happy that you started this podcast, because I know how much you love now that you know how to do the thing. You're like, oh my God, I must tell the world. I want to talk to everyone about the thing. Yes. It's my favorite thing to nerd out over. Speaking of things that I love nerding out over, will you tell us a little bit about your book club? If you want to read with me and find out what that's all about, I'm doing a very, very slow read chapter by chapter of Set Boundaries, Find Peace, Reclaiming Yourself by Nedra Tawab over on the Fable app. And if you haven't yet checked out Fable, it's amazing. It's kind of like social media for readers where you go and you read books and you discuss them online. It's amazing. So come on over to Fable. You can find the link to join the book club in the show notes for this show. You are not going to want to miss it. I am also in this book club. I'm loving this book and I am really loving working on resetting some boundaries. Thank you for being here today. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. This was the best way to spend my afternoon. At home, thank you so much for tuning in today too. And if you want to learn more about how I can help you, head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I work with people one-on-one or in the clutter-free home process course community. If you enjoy this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest episode. We would also love to hear your biggest takeaways. Feel free to tag us at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams. It's edited by Brittany McLean. Title song, Maverick, is by Dresden the Flamingo. Until next time, remember that you got this.